Hi everybody, and welcome to the Middle Age Bloke Podcast with me, Tony Pony. This podcast will be based around mindset because changing your mindset really is a game changer. I was literally Mr. Grumpy Pants until I decided that this sucked. So I did something about it and I want to share what I've learned with you along with some conversations and most likely immature male humour. So get comfortable, have yourself a cheeky break because I've said so and let's dive into it. Hi everybody and welcome to the next episode on the Middle Age Bloke Podcast. I hope you've all had a great weekend, a great week. Christmas is upon us. I hope you're all getting ready for the lovely festivities that we're all going to have some time out and a well-deserved rest. I am currently parked up in Pottymore Services at the moment. I'm not actually staying here, I'm just here having a break while I reset my hours so that I can then continue towards where I need to go. I'm actually heading for Plymouth, but I ain't going to get that far tonight. I'm going to find some uh, lay-by somewhere on the way down and just pull over there for the night and uh, get some sleep because I'm really tired today. I managed to get a grand total of three hours sleep last night. As you can hear, my voice is still very croaky as well. I'm still recovering from being ill, which I'm pretty sure was COVID now. But anyway, as I was saying, I've only had three hours sleep because... We've been doing obviously like your Christmas shopping and all that lot. And when you've got children in the house, it's not very easy to wrap presents up when they're around, and especially when they're at sort of my children's age at 15 and 9. They don't tend to go to bed as early and they'll try and stay up as late as they possibly can, especially when it's half term and they know both parents are around. So last night it was like trying to push my son to go to bed because I was aware that I had to get up in the morning for work. But at the same time, I really needed to get his presents wrapped because I'm away this week and I didn't want to leave it all down to my wife to try and deal with with the children around in the week. So it was very much a case of like, okay, go to bed, mate, go to bed, mate. And then he'd keep getting up and then it's like, come on, mate, go to bed, go to bed. And they'd be like, oh, can, can, we, can we watch some funny videos on your phone? All right, okay. So we sit and watch some funny videos on the phone. It's kind of like a thing we do most evenings when I'm home before he goes to bed. It actually helps him settle. And then it was like, oh, can we can we have a tickle fight? Oh, quick tickle fight. Can you tuck me in? Tuck him in. I need a poo. Okay, go for a poo. It's that kind of thing all the time. Anyway, before I knew it, it was midnight. And I was like, oh, my God. Be- anyway, about I think it was about... Five to midnight or something, he was finally asleep. And I was like, oh my God. So then I had to go out to the car, bring in the presents, get them all wrapped up and, you know, make sure they're wrapped up in, in accordance from the right people and make sure Santa gets his glory moment with a wrapped up toy and all this. Lots of love, Santa Claus, bless him. He gets he gets a lot of credit, that bloke, I'll tell you. Um, but anyway, so it was one o'clock in the morning before I went to bed and then I was up again at four. So I'm struggling at the moment I've got like so I've only got another hour and a half of driving to do and then I'm literally going to climb into bed and go to sleep and I decided while I'm sat here I'm going to do the podcast because I know in about two hours time I'm not going to want to do this I'm literally just going to want to pass out and go to sleep so I'm probably not even gonna have dinner tonight because I just I'm not going to be bothered I'm just gonna be like no fuck it go to sleep um so uh coming up for the festivities, uh, we are having a very quiet Christmas this year at home. We've been doing that for the last few years now. We really love just being the four of us at home. And um, my kids, they, I think they struggle a bit when there's too many people. So they love just having Christmas with their own new toys or whatever it is they're into and play with it or make the most of it. Whether it's my daughter, it'll be, it'll be new clothes and she'll want to try them all on and, and that sort of thing. And then we have a Christmas dinner 
and just generally enjoy our own company together and then a couple of days after Christmas we will go off and see like my mum and dad and my sisters nieces nephews and stuff like that and I think last weekend I'd said to you before my mother-in-law was down so we've kind of like seen most people by the time we get to about the 27th so that's that's quite nice as well looking forward to I think we're due to I'm due to finish work on Friday but they have said potentially that we could finish Thursday just depends on what happens and if work goes really quiet but they said it's looking quiet for this week this is what they said to me last week and so far I've not stopped all day I've gone from where I live in Dorset to Southampton to do another job in Southampton from Southampton to Essex at Southend-on-Sea and I've gone from Essex to Plymouth that's not quiet for me that's very very busy but anyway um, moving on the one thing I do need to tell you is after this week, there's not going to be an episode probably until mid-January. Um, I'll try and I might try and get one in, sort of like the first week back in January. But it just depends on how the festivities go, when I go back to work exactly, and stuff like that. Because it might work out that the day that the podcast comes out would be the day that I'd end up only just getting back to work. So I might struggle to find the time to actually do it. So um, if I'm going to aim probably the second week in january before we come back and then i'll have some more episodes from that point on but just just keep an eye out hit the uh, button on spotify or apple music that gives you the notifications to when the episode comes out um but today i wanted to talk about um probably quite an important topic for men because it's the one thing we completely fucking suck at now i'm not saying all men suck at this but majority of men will suck at this and there'll be a lot of men go no i don't and I guarantee your partners will go, yeah, you do. And that's communication. And one of the things that I have become very aware of myself when I'm doing sort of my mindset change is that I really suck at communicating. I'm not very good at it. I'm good at giving an opinion, but I'm not so good at the talking. And it's one of the things that me and my wife have been working very hard to do is to communicate. And like even in this job, you know, it's it's where I'm away all the time. And then on the weekends, it's very much the children and very much focusing on them that time to communicate with each other is actually very hard and I find if you're anything like me communicating because I'm very much a typical male in that way it was was not something I was very good at I felt like I would communicate but it would be more like a nod along yes say the odd thing say my opinion and then that would be kind of like the the, the full just of it where you know, women tend to, when they have conversations, they like really in-depth, deep conversations and show every emotion going that they can. And one of the things that has become very apparent with me is obviously I am what I would have classed as the typical man side of communication. And I'm really trying to work on that. And the one good thing about working on your communication is you actually feel better for it, surprisingly. like I know like most men are probably like, talking more is going to make me feel better, but it actually really does. And I'm not talking about uh, um, talking more as in like pouring your heart out all the time on an emotional level. I just mean finding ways to actually communicate on a level that people around you can kind of really bond with you. And then you end up with these... Commu- these um, you end up with these connections with the people that you care most about in a way that's better than you've ever had before, which in turn then makes you feel better, puts you in a better mindset overall, which then kind of encourages you to do all the other things we've been discussing on previous podcasts. So it became very apparent that, as I said, I I wasn't very good at communicating. Like my wife would talk to me and I would just nod along, 
listen to her talking and I wouldn't really say a lot and then I wouldn't express my feelings and I wouldn't express my resentment or my frustrations or my concerns. I would just shrug it all off. And I know I said resentment first, which kind of doesn't sound that great, but it's, a, it's, it's something that I'm very aware that a lot of people suffer from is resentment, but they don't talk about it because it's it's not a, it's not a topic we, we wish to discuss with everybody around us because it makes us feel uncomfortable and we don't like it. Um, but resentment's a very big thing that a lot of people have. And I think when people suffer with resentment or jealousy, I think people should openly talk about it and actually own it and say, I have this resentment. And also by doing these things, like with my wife, I found that we've communicated in such a better level now that actually she's opened up more with me, I've opened up more with her, and we kind of have these real in-depth conversations. Now, I've got a long way to go. By no means am I um, a perfectionist at this. My wife would probably tell you I have a long way to go as well. She'd probably laugh at me. But um, it is a difficult thing for me. But there is my making progress with it. I am seeing the changes in myself and how it makes a positive, you know, a better positive version of myself. I think it's just because I allow myself to express stuff that I'd never done before, you know, and even if it's just um, and an opinion and by communicating properly, giving my opinion in a way that's not going to be so bulky and so abrupt, because I was terrible for that as well. Like I'd go, I'd always think, oh, I'm great at communicating, but I'd give someone my opinion, but it would be quite blunt. And not everybody likes blunt, and rightly so, because sometimes blunt, for some people, can be quite intrusive and quite hurtful. Um, I know I've got a lot of friends who prefer blunt because they know where they stand. So there is that. But it's just trying to find that middle ground. And if you're like me and do find it difficult, just start practicing with it. Just, you know, start opening up conversations a bit and saying things about how you feel or things that have been going on whether like I said you're talking about it could be happy stuff thinking of talking about your great memories but also maybe talking about your not so great memories and doing it in a way in a safe place with with a partner or a friend and you know just seeing how the conversations open up a bit and it actually then gives you the opportunity to kind of express and if you're like me I felt better for it. And also one of the big things for communication I've always found is with friends, you don't, we don't really talk that much, especially men. We don't really discuss our feelings. We don't discuss, we don't really discuss our feelings or, you know, what's going on with us on an emotional level. And I started doing that now because I'm actually looking at the things that I do and don't talk about. I'm now doing it with friends and I think they struggle with it. I think they're sometimes like, wow, Tony is um, opening up on a level. But I just think that by opening up, we give people opportunities to then talk as well. Because like I have found by opening up myself, I've had friends kind of go, yes, I know where you're coming from, actually, because I'm not very comfortable about talking about it. But I've had this. And I had a conversation the other day with a friend. And I said to him that um, I'd done a recent podcast on loneliness and one of the things I'd, I'd come up on for me is that when I'm out on the road that actually I'm becoming quite lonely, which really took me back because I was always a person who liked my own company and actually I, I sometimes crave that, just leave me alone sort of thing. And he turned around to me, he said, oh, it's funny you say that. I said, I've never actually said this to anyone, but I'm really lonely at the moment. And he said, no, I don't know why. 
he said, I've got people around me, you know, he's got his own family and stuff like that. But he said, but I, I'm out on the road every day and I'm feeling really lonely and I'm finding that quite difficult and I don't know what to do about it. And it's something he would have never have said before if I hadn't brought up the conversation. So that by me practicing my communication, it has given a friend of mine an opportunity to open up something about him. And then we kind of discussed it. And then one of the things to not do is do what we always do is tell that person what they want to hear and then shut the conversation down and then go back to talking about whether it's sex or your car that you drive or a motorbike, which is usually what us fellas tend to do is to dismiss it, try and get the awkward conversation away. So I guess, you know, I'm not going to drag on too much about communication because we all know how we need to talk to people and stuff like that. And it is really important. And I also think um, by men talking more about, what's going on inside and communicating with people better. And I, I do mean like when you're communicating better, it doesn't have to always be the doom and gloom. So it could be the great stuff too. So for example, me and my wife, we communicate a lot now regarding whether it'll be intimacy, things that we like and things that we've got into and things that make us, you know, turn us on, turn us off. And they're conversations that I would have not had a con that had that conversation years ago because I would have been like, oh my God, I don't want to talk too much into it because whether you have insecurities or paranoia or feeling nervous or will that person laugh at me? But then realizing actually the person that loves you is not going to feel like that. They're going to honor how you feel and vice versa. And again, that was a big learning curve for me was to be able to voice things with people that I love in certain ways that then opens them up to give them opportunities too. And then before you know, you've got these people around you that you can just have conversations on a different level. And I think that's a really great thing to have. And I think we need a lot more of that. I'm really trying to, and again, I suck at this, but I'm really trying to have more conversations with my children and especially my eldest um, because she has difficulties with socialising and anxiety. And she now, the, the problem I've now found out, if this is, for example, yesterday, she's asking me 100 questions about different things, which is great. But then I'm like, uh, trying to breathe, you know, like, oh, my God, it's too much now. So I'm having to sort of really work on myself and go, this is what you've been trying to do, get her to talk more. Now she's talking more and I'm sort of backing off. So again, that's where I'm still learning and working on myself with this and thinking to myself, okay, why am I backtracking? Is it because it's making me feel uncomfortable? Is it because it's in my, my sort of my space and I maybe do I want to talk only when I want to talk or is it something else? So it's just working all those things out, but I can honest, like honestly say it's worth practicing and look at the way you communicate with people. And I think, I would imagine everybody has a flaw with how they communicate. We don't always do it in the best way. So just sort of next time you have a conversation with somebody, maybe open up something about yourself and just see how they react. Don't have to go into too much depth with it, but just kind of open up a bit and, and just see how they react. They might find they'll come back in a conversation that will surprise you, but in a great way. Without, I'm not going to name any names or suggest who this person was, but I had a conversation recently with somebody and I got into a level when we started talking about intimacy um, and this bloke basically opened up about stuff about himself, which he'd never done before with me. And I was quite surprised, but then we ended up having this incredible conversation about it. And 
he felt so relieved to actually be able to say these things without being kind of people laughing at him or looking at him. And he, he could say it in a way that was really comfortable to him. So again, it's those people around you that you care about can also then sort of reliterate these conversations back to you and then feel comfortable enough to do it. So, um, yeah, I, cool. That, I went on the longer than that. I thought it was going to. So, yeah, um, if you've got anything you want to add to that, then obviously every, every week I put a picture up to say that the podcast's on. You can add to your comments if you wish, or you can send me a private message if there's anything you wish to ask or something maybe you've tried in a, a better way to communicate with people around you. But just, just give it a go, just sort of, even if you just do it a little bit just a tiny bit at a time just just or even maybe you could suggest so one of the things me and my wife did is we actually then asked each other if they're open to having whatever the conversation topic might be or we also one thing we do as well which is i must mention this is we ask the other person if we are going to sort of like vomit speak because we've got a lot to talk about is we check that the other person has the capacity to hear it because if the other person doesn't have the capacity to hear it, they're never going to take it on board. So me and my wife do this regularly. Like if one of us starts to talk, we, we, we pause and they go, just want to check. Have you got the capacity to hear this? Because I've got a lot to say or uh, a very in-depth conversation I wish to have or an uncomfortable conversation or a great conversation. And then that person has the opportunity then to say, actually, can we talk about this later? Or no, I'm quite happy. Let, 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 let's have the conversation. So anyway, I'm going to leave that there. Um, that was me waffling quite a lot. And I just had to take a slight pause because it was a helicopter went over the top. Typical, isn't it? When you're trying to record something, you get all the noise. But that is the uh, the downside to doing a podcast in a lorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, so there you go. That's my final one for this year. It's about communication. Uh, feel free to go back to any of my podcasts. Maybe some of them will help you. I really hope they do, or at least be relatable in a way that might make you go, I do that. That's normal because we all do things differently, but everything that we do, I'm pretty sure most of us all do the same thing, or at least there will be somebody else who thinks, talks, and acts the exact same way as me or you. So anyway, on that waffly note, I'm going to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, and I hope you have a great one, and I will see you all in the new year. Take care. Love yous. <laughs>